You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome, Philly, to your favorite sports show. Hosted by Jesse Town and Sam Wilson. They're smart, they're sexy, and they're all Philly. So thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy the show. Welcome in to episode number 91 of Babes on Broad, a.k.a. our Fletcher Cox episode, of course. I'm <laughs> Sam Stafford with my co-host, Jesse Taylor. We are the Babes on Broad, brought to you by SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. And yes, we had the bye week last week. It was supposed to be nice and relaxing, but we didn't get the nice, relaxing feeling that we normally did. And instead, it was our Philly emotions amped up to a thousand because the Phillies solidified their trip to the World Series, which begins... Friday, tomorrow. So wasn't as relaxing as normal, but I guess we can deal with it for a Phillies World Series. Yeah, it wasn't as relaxing <laughs> as normal, but it was the best kind of not relaxing. It could have been the worst yes. kind of not relaxing. So at least it was the best kind of not relaxing. Started off with an Eagles victory over the Cowboys, and we get to roll right into the Phillies just doing their thing left and right, yeah. and just giving us so much excitement, which has, has just been it's been so fun and it's been so awesome, especially, I mean, it's been so long and so the, long. sitting in the ungodly heat watching some of the worst baseball <laughs> ever for 10 years. And finally just, it, 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 I mean, everything is, is happening in the best way. And it's just been, it's been a lot of fun to watch. And obviously I hope I, they win the world series, but you know, it's just been so much fun up to this point. And, it really has. Great. And even some of that terrible baseball that we've seen in years was played this year. So it's just such a cool story that they made it this far. It's amazing. Obviously, they do have, I mean, obviously, we're optimists because we're Philly fans, but they do really have a chance to win this thing. Their toughest matchup is just the pitching that Houston has and Hopefully their bats come alive, but it was really nice. Um, We saw in the beginning because they did dominate in that series too. They won in five games, but we saw when they returned to Philly since the Eagles did have off, Jason Kelsey was there and celebrating with the fanatics. So that was a nice little crossover that we got, but now everybody from the Eagles is ready for this week. It's the battle of the state with Pittsburgh coming to South Philly 
And I wish I could say I was more excited or it was going to mean more, but I really, I really think that it's not going to be that big for the Eagles this week. I just, the Steelers are just so bad right now. Yeah. They're, they're bad and they're working on figuring it out. They don't have any good options at, at quarterback. I honestly was pretty surprised that they decided to take Kenny Pickett. I thought they might've tried to roll with it for a year with Mitch Trubisky, just sort of not, not tank, but tank and, you know, try to go after Bryce young. If he comes out this year, which I'm assuming he will. Um, I thought that would have been an interesting thing for them to do. I thought that would have made sense. I don't know if the Kenny Pickett thing does make sense, but hey, I guess we'll see. But right now, I mean, they're two and five, and and he is not playing well. No, not at all. And speaking of that, so he officially like really got his first chance in week four against the Jets. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when they, I think they were just done with Mitch and were like, yeah, you're still Mitch Trubisky. So we're going to give this young guy a chance. He really is just so bad. But yeah, so Kenny came in against the Jets in week four. They still lost that game like 24 to 20. Um, and they let the Jets score 14 in the fourth. So I don't know if it was like a defensive thing. I don't know. But yeah, I don't looking think at close attention to the Steelers. So no, I don't think anybody does right now unless yeah. you're in Pittsburgh. Why would you? Especially if you're in the state of Pennsylvania, you got an undefeated Eagles team. Why Listen, would you pay attention? I know, I know some people that are Steelers fans that are going through it right now. And it's nice oh, to I bet. be a person for a while. Shout out Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan. But, they're just, yeah. just just really going through it at the moment. But no, so I mean, they're both Ryan is a Phillies fan, so he's at least having some some joy in his life. There you go. And Beth has been living in Philly instead of yeah, that that side of Pennsylvania for a while now. So she has enjoyed going to some, you know, Philadelphia sporting events. So she's she's very excited to hopefully see what it's like when Philadelphia wins a championship and she you know with all the polls and things being great she's like what what goes on here and I'm like well chaos actually want to know what I took from that story Jess that both of them are lucky they have a little bit of Philly in them that's all I'm gonna say it's so true Philly is the savior listen it is (laughs) one of the best have you seen I'm sure you have the clip of the um the San Diego reporter who's like They'll curse you out and flip you off, but then also yeah. be like, hey, welcome to Philly. Like, and they're some of the nicest people in the world. And I think that's very accurate. We are some, like, we are, re- we do get such a bad reputation, but like, when things like this are happening in the city, it's so much fun. It's, it's- so much fun. And it's just mayhem in the <laughs> happiest way. Yeah, because it is exactly what he said. Like, we'll get passionate. And during the game, like, we'll, yell profanities and just be heated in the moment but it's just so fun because the whole city comes together it's not like anybody's actually mad or angry or like gonna do anything bad we're just playing around you know what I mean like we get into it and it's something that like I feel like you have to see to witness because we get such a bad rap so like if you just take other people's word you're like I don't even want to see that like on the outside but it's if once you see it and you witness it you're like wow the culture here in Philly sports is unlike any other because it really just brings people together and it's wild. <laughs> right. And it's, and you, you see that by the way, some of the players have reacted to it. Right. And like oh, yeah. explained how they, especially 
you know, it makes me so happy for guys like Aaron Nola, Zach Eflin, Reese Hoskins, who have been here mm -hmm. for all of the bad baseball and are the guys who we've wanted to be able to turn it around. So like it makes Reese me so gets, happy for them to, he, he gets, he gets, he gets. Well, I was going to say Reese gets food and everything like no other. And he truly like understands Philly because of that. Like he gets booed like no other when they, did his post game thing after the NLCS game five win. Mm -hmm. um, and they were saying, you're going to the world series. He was emotional and he was tearing up and crying, talking about the city and how excited he was. And, and he gets booed like no others. So like, it truly is just something that's hard to understand for people. And it's um, amazing that I, and I love that, that opposing managers, opposing coaches from any team in any sport try to like be like oh yeah but like we've been in hostile environments before like we've been in environments with a home field advantage there is no home field advantage mm -mm. like philadelphia and quite literally i mean the way citizens bank park has filled up the way that the link is filling up right now the link always does fill up like that yeah um it was actually a blessing in disguise that the 2020 season there weren't fans allowed because it would have they would have filled up and it would have been brutal <laughs> Brutal. Yeah, that would have been really bad. <laughs> Health hazard. Oh God. But um, you know, it, it's just we just we love our sports and we mm -hmm. love our our sports teams. And we're getting so off topic, but it's just it's I know. worth talking about. Like it Yeah, it's, because it doesn't happen often. No. Yes. It, and it it's fun though too, just to think like obviously we are ecstatic when this happens to one of our teams. So the fact that both of our teams are going through it right now, Sixers right. are starting slow, but I have full faith that they're going to be what we think they're going to be because how could you not with that roster? We'll see if Dak, or Dak, um, Doc is part of that or not. Hopefully he's not the sacrificial lamb. But I, uh, I will say though, I, I am not allowing myself to fully be have the negativity the at the moment because mm -hmm. I refuse to let them bring me down <laughs> no dude I agree I we still have every game they play is on the tv but I'm not as laser focused on it as I usually am because again I refuse to let it hurt. I refuse to let it hurt me I'm I agree I think that might be my thing too is like I haven't really like analyzed or checked in like to really watch a game and like break it down so I feel like that's part of why I am just yeah. like, they'll be fine because I'm just optimistic right now. Right. Because but, we talked about it before. It's usually like what, what happens is you know, if we, if we start with Eagle season, right. It's like the Eagles give us hope and then mm -hmm. they start to make us cry. And just in time, the Sixers come along to, to give us some more hope. And then by the time the Sixers make us cry, the Phillies come along to give us more hope. And then the Phillies yeah. make us cry. And then it's time for Eagle season again. And it's just a never ending cycle. If and the Flyers just always make us cry. And the Flyers always <laughs> make us cry. So it's a never ending cycle of misery usually. And right now there's so much happiness. I refuse. Yeah. I refuse to succumb to the negativity I, i'm just no i agree and it's awesome because it's like philly we were just like oh here you go pittsburgh yeah and we're about to see that this week yeah so, so i mean the <sighs> they did they are i mean obviously we people didn't expect much from pittsburgh when right. they came out saying mitch trubisky was their starter and they were gonna give kenny pickett a chance if that didn't work because Kenny Pickett starter that's an L immediately exactly and then Kenny Pickett I mean 
he was one of the best quarterbacks in that draft last year, but it was a draft year that was not stacked with quarterbacks and everybody knew that. So like you said, yeah, like this upcoming year would have made more sense for them, but I mean, he's the local guy, you know, I think that really played in his favor for the Steelers. He played at that stadium because he played at Pitt. He had success there. So I think that was definitely a huge part, but so far they've kind of split the season because Pickett took over in week four, but then like halfway through, but then he did come out against the Bucks because he had a concussion. Trubisky came in, actually killed it in that game. But then the Bucks they went back to the football team. They are. There's a lot of so- shocks in this team so far. But yeah, Pickett, yeah. Trubisky, kind of similar right now. Pickett, though, does have seven interceptions and just two touchdowns. That's my biggest thing. 41.1 QBR compared to Trubisky's 48.6. So you can't really win with either of those options. So I don't blame him for giving the younger guy a chance. Do we know who's starting this week? Pretty sure it's Pickett. Okay. So, well, I mean, if he clears concussion protocol, he's going to play. That's he played game. last week, yeah. But didn't you say he got a concussion? La- was that last week's game? That was two weeks, sorry. Bucks was okay. two weeks, and then he played against the Dolphins. Got it. Okay, so never mind. That point is irrelevant. So, Pitt, Pittsburgh, they've got, I mean, a couple injuries. Obviously, TJ Watt is the big one, the big loss for them. Yes, that um, definitely hurt them. He went on IR in September um, with a torn pec. He just returned to practice. So assuming he's not going to play this week, um, the Eagles in terms of injuries, you know, knock on all the wood, have been okay so far. Um, right now, there's just there's a bunch of guys on the injury report with rest. Um, and then mm-hmm. Brandon Graham didn't practice yesterday with a hamstring injury. Isaac Sayamalu has that ankle, but again, more rest for him. Not on the injury report is Lane Johnson, which is, a, I think, a good sign. Um, he still has to get through concussion protocol, but told Jeff McLean that he'd be ready to go this week. So, you know, I, I think injury-wise, the Eagles are, are looking okay. Um, and then, you know. Well, just we also forgot to mention – so the NFL trade deadline's coming up November 1st. What is that, next Tuesday, this upcoming Tuesday? Tuesday. So we knew most likely, even though this team's looking great already, we knew how he's always over there making moves. Always. And actually Seth Joyner was talking the other day to us at Bet Parks, and he was saying he was on the flight with um, Howie, not going on the same trip, but just coincidentally on the same flight going to Miami. And he said the entire time Howie was just on his phone, on his computer, so he knew he was doing something. And – it was a big thing. So they got um, Quinn from Chicago. I'm blanking on his first name right now. Robert. Robert. I was going to say Ronald. And I was like, that is not That it. is so not right. <laughs> <laughs> Ronald was the other guy um, that was crying. But Robert Quinn from Chicago. Huge trade, especially when you see that all we had to do was give up a fourth round pick. I don't understand. So let me. I don't. I will say I think it's a huge thing to have because it's not going to hurt to have another talented player. But when it the trade was announced, I was like interesting in the fact that we just extra stacked up the D line. I don't really know what I would target on this team. I think it well, is more just like get backups just in case anybody goes down. Well, I think their, but, their pass rush has been supremely underwhelming, and they're not. But they've been picking been- it up. Yeah, but they're, like, still not, but they're still not producing the sacks that they should be given their names, given who true. they are. Okay. They're not, yeah. they're not I, and I understand that, you know, when you look at it, you know, double teams here and there, this, that, the other thing, whatever. At the end of the day, 
they are there are certain guys on that line that are being paid to get the numbers, to get the stats. And we have given a lot of passes to Fletcher Cox for, you know, you know, oh, he's triple teamed. He's always having an impact on the game. And, you know, it's not always in the numbers. But at at, at, at a certain point, the numbers also have to be there. And they just have not been this season so far, aside for against Carson Wentz. But that's, you know, pretty on brand. So they need to, it's not going to be like that every week, but against teams that are inferior, they, there needs to, it needs to happen. The fact that Cooper Rush was not sacked at all is a problem. Like that's unacceptable. If we're going to, again, be nitpicky about a, a win and, you know, a team that's six and zero. that's one of the areas that have has been supremely disappointing the secondary they're absolutely holding up their end of the bargain with the takeaways that they're allowing but you know at at the end of the day there are spots where they just they they need to get home and they need to cause a little bit more chaos in the in the backfield and they're just they're just not so you know and you knew it was kind of a a weak spot I guess when the only thing they really did in the offseason at that position of the, you know, on the defensive end side. Now, I know that they're moving things around and they're bringing Hassan Reddick off the edge and things like that and moving things, a lot of moving parts. And they're not just, you know, doing a, a four man front constantly. But, you know, when you're talking about the, the defensive ends that they have, it's, you know, Brandon Graham, who is still playing at a, an extremely high level, but he is, he is old mm-hmm. in terms of football standards. Um, Josh Sweat, who has continued to improve year after year, but is again, you know, could break that threshold of being a, a double digit sack guy, but we haven't seen it yet. And they re-signed Derek Barnett, who, you know, it wasn't thrilling. And he's also, you know, unfortunately he, he tore his ACL and he's out for the season and yeah. that's, you know, that sucks. But, you know, also if you're, you're trying to improve your defensive line and all you're doing is re-signing Derek Barnett, who has, again, not been you know the 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 best for you Mm -hmm. not great so this is just I mean it's a guy that they're going to rotate in there like they did with Chris Long come off the edge yes that guy down you know what I mean that is what the trade reminded me of too in that fact so I mean it's awesome and he also had like 18 and a half sacks last year so how you just mentioned um we need somebody that can get and is a proven double digit sack guy it's definitely a great addition in that fact so it is obviously going to be to come off the sideline when they need a fresh body, come off the sideline and hit the guy. It's what they did with Chris yeah. Long. Remember, it, that's literally how yep. the Eagles got on that run in the NFC championship game. They brought Chris Long in off the sideline and said, just go in there and hit him. Just go in there and mm-hmm. hit him. And he got his elbow through the interception to Patrick Robinson, the, the pick six that started that whole positive mayhem. So, yeah. It's a, it's a good move. Honestly, when I saw that notification come in, my first thought was, holy crap, what did they have to give up for this? No, I honestly, that was the most shocking part of it was the fact that they only gave up a fourth rounder. That is nothing, especially when you look at all the picks that they have this upcoming year too. That's what's like, they didn't ask for one of our second rounds. Obviously, it it's a weird draft market. I mean, uh, trade market in this fact that it's like, right. I feel like quarterbacks are the only thing that really get first rounders anymore but 
Yeah. So, I mean, we just had so much draft capital coming up yeah. in this upcoming draft. And it's like, we only going to give away our fourth. They didn't even ask for anything else. So that's awesome. Right. Um, and I will say, like, we obviously have been very critical of Howie Roseman. And I think rightfully so at certain points. Like, I think yeah. you know, he's he's solved all of the problems that he has mm -hmm. created. Yes. I do not. I'm not taking back and I'm not apologizing for any of the negative things that I have said about him but he deserves all of the credit for what he has done since the 2021 season ended and what he's done this off season, the team that he's built for this year, the fact that he's never done, he has, you know, it's, it's, he is doing a phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal job right now. Like that, that's unbelievable. Mm -hmm. The fourth, it really the fourth is. round draft, that's unbelievable. It really is. I, I agree with you 100%. Done. Say that again. Apparently they're not done. I know that's what I heard too. So that's why it's exciting. Love we it. have until Tuesday, probably until like three or four. That's what it usually is. Right. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's really exciting. I don't even Alvin Kamara, Kareem Hunt's a name. See, I don't, yeah. I don't really, I don't care love for the, uh, well, yeah, Kareem Hunt off field, but I don't really, I don't know. Like I know even before the season, a lot of people were hyped up on the running back situation. I don't know if I'm just overly optimistic in Miles Sanders and what we have there. I mean, I guess Boston Scott is banged up. So that's why they've been using Gainwell more. So like I could see somebody to come in and kind of platoon with Miles yeah. Sanders, I guess. So that would make sense. Back. A change of pace yeah. would be huge. Um, yeah. It just, it's, I mean, very similar to, I mean, going back to 2017 again, very similar to the whole, the Jay trade, right? Like they didn't, they had LeGarrette one. Yeah. They didn't need Jay at all. But You're right. And that was huge. And it was right. huge. And so yeah, like, maybe dude, like maybe great. Maybe we're mannequin 2018. Listen, let's do it. The rich get let's richer. Party. I would love that. Yeah. And and again, you and I talked about this in our like season preview episode. If Miles Sanders could stay healthy, I thought he was great. the most dominant running backs in the mm -hmm. NFL. And he would be one of the most polarizing factors of the Eagles team. And he's absolutely been that for them. So yeah as long as it continues. I mean, going into this week, obviously I don't think, I don't think Robert Quinn's going to play. We'll see what they do next week at the trade deadline, but like, you know, I agree with you. I think Robert Quinn, we talked earlier, it does make more sense Thursday instead Thursday. of this week. Um, you know, my thoughts on this week, the L monster, I feel like has to be there somewhere, right? Like it's bound to happen. Yeah, it's going to happen at some point. figure out where on their schedule. And I really I don't agree. Think Yes, literally the only thing I was even trying to think about it because I saw you write the L monster and I was like, it is coming. I don't think it's going to be this week, but like, I also, I almost want to be like, okay, so like it would make sense if it's on the short week, but then it's like, is it really going to happen against Houston? Right. I, I feel like it would, it's going to be, an, it's not going to be a home game. It's going to be, it, 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 let's go back to 2017. Very much like that Sunday night in Seattle vibes. Like they shouldn't have, they played a horrific game. They shouldn't have lost that game, but they did. It was on the road. Not as much weather. They were, had lost one nine games in a row. Like it just, it was, it was due, right? Like it's going to be something mm -hmm. like that. So yeah. And as much as I don't want it to be against a NL East rival or NL East, NFC East rival, I like do. Yeah, right. Um, I do. I mean, that would make the most sense right now. Those are the best teams in our schedule is the NFC East, which is crazy to say. But when I mean, the tough thing is 
in New York. We don't even play them. I mean, we have Commanders November 14th, but that one's not the scary one, obviously. Um, Giants first game against them December 11th. Is that one in New York? We could lose to the Titans before then. They're a decent team. No, they're not. They're but I'm saying very bad football team, and they're coming here. And you think AJ Brown come here? That team win. You're right. They do come here. Let's see. AJ Brown's not letting that. They are though. They have a winning record. Like most of the teams we play don't even have a winning record unless they're in the NFC. Listen, all I'm saying is they better not ruin my Christmas by losing to Dallas in Dallas. That's not. The only saving grace for me is that we beat them in game one. I don't care if we split with them in the regular season. That's fine. I just don't want them to ruin my Christmas. Yeah, I I, I understand. Yeah. But But yeah, back to thoughts. Back to thoughts on this game. We're all over the place because there's so much happening in Philly and so much to talk about. And And literally the least. So I was just fighting. That's what I was going to say. Literally, there's so much to talk about in Philly sports and like with this team and everything. But it's not. The Steelers coming into town. But, yeah, I just think – I think Eagles coming in healthy. Phillies have the city extra, extra hype. Eagles are hype for them. It's the one – or first break in the World Series game. So, the after games one and two, I just think the link's going to be electric on Sunday because of that. And I I just don't even think it's going to be close for Pittsburgh. The defensive line without T.J. Watt isn't good enough. The they also have two defensive linemen right, or defensive tackles right now that are banged up and they didn't even practice on Wednesday. So that doesn't go. help them either. There you go. Um, and their offensive line is is young. They're playing better each week, but like just not good enough to stop what the Eagles have the, uh, again, not what they have been doing, but they have the ability to do with the yeah. pass rush. They've been inconsistent, but I, I mean, if we can see uh, some semblance of what we saw against the commanders, like Kenny Pickett has absolutely no chance. Like, and against the secondary, yeah. Kenny Pickett has no chance. I know. That's one of my uh, keys to success that we'll get to. Yeah. So let's. we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll give our keys to success for the Eagles this week and our final score prediction. You're listening to The Babes on Broad on BGN Radio. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels. But now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between so you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected, and 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this show comes from Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Loom help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. That's why millions of teams around the world, including 75% of the Fortune 500, 
Trust Atlassian Software for everything from space exploration and green energy to delivering pizzas and podcasts. Whether you're a team of two, 200 or 2 million, or whether your team is around the corner or on another continent altogether, Atlassian Software is built to help keep you all on the same page from start to finish. That way, every one of your teams, from engineering and IT to marketing, HR and legal, can stay connected and move together as one towards shared company-wide goals. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Welcome back into episode number 91 of Babes on Broad. So we took you through everything, Philly, and we eventually got to our thoughts on the game. But Jess, what are your keys to this game on Sunday? I think the biggest thing for me is is you know, sort of similar to what we've kind of said every week. You jump on them early and don't let up, but on both sides. So score early, keep going, keep scoring, um, and then make Kenny Pickett feel you early. Get him uncomfortable early so he just continues to make mistakes, run the ball, dominate time of possession, and you know it should be a, a comfortable win. I have a final score prediction of 31-10. Yeah, I, I really just think that that's what they do. They come out, they handle business. And the the Steelers just aren't aren't good enough to to stage a a comeback that the Eagle, the Eagles will all stop that really quickly. I think. Yeah, I um I agree with you a hundred percent. I could see just because they did have a bye, I would understand if they were slower getting back into the first quarter, so we didn't see them jump right away. But because the city is going to be so hype, I feel like they are just going to be so excited, and they will jump on them pretty soon. Maybe it'll take a drive or two. But, yeah, I think that the most important thing for this is just to play up through the entire game, play the full game. I want to see um, Jalen Hurts have a lot of success in this passing game because they are banged up on the defensive line, but also have a couple corners that um, have been injured this week. So, yeah, I think it's going to be a good game, and we're going to be able to see a full game from Jalen Hurts passing and rushing, which will be fun to see, just Mm -hmm. their dynamic and be able to see their play calling with that. Um, and I also expect a big game for our corners. You kind of teased it or said, mentioned it in uh, the first half of the show, not even half first part of the show, I should say, um, because Kenny Pickett or Mitch Trubisky, Kenny Pickett had three interceptions against the dolphins just last week. So, and one touchdown. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't think this game is going to be close and I like what you have 31 to 10, but I'm going to go even more extreme. Ooh. I'm going to go 38-6. I don't even think they oh, get a touchdown. I think it's too – yeah. I think our – we're fully rested. I think our defense is going to come in really good. They're going to be forced – forced to pass because they're going to be down so much, and our – like, our secondary is just going to kill it. So I think they, if anything, get two field goals. I don't see them scoring touchdown. Yeah, and I also hope that once they, they get up big, they'll just – go after them and, yeah. and really really just just but it also in it. that fact it wouldn't surprise me if they do their protective yeah. ball if they go up too fast or too far just to give extra guys rest because they do have a short week so that would yeah. make sense which would, which would be huge if they went up big and were able to 
rest. You yeah. that rest because that would, that would be tremendous on a Yeah, so I could understand that. So maybe if they don't get up to 38, it's because of that, okay? But if you allow a touchdown, it's because of that. Yes, exactly. But That's keep in left. mind, this is if they play the whole game. Yeah. I, yeah, I just, it's, it's not a thrilling matchup and I really just, I, it's not, it's not, it's not going to go well for the, the Pittsburgh Steelers this week. I just, I just. Which brings me like so much joy. So if much you joy. knew how many people in my elementary school, it was really only three or four people that were fans of the Steelers because I was in the outskirts of Philly, but terrible because they were always good when we were growing up and they just rubbed it in our face so now it's it's just fun yeah it's so it's it's nice to be the the dominant pennsylvania city. yeah um oh, i love it i love it i love <laughs> it well thank you for listening to episode 91 of babes on broad as always thank you to sb nation and bleeding green nation for hosting our show we'll be back next week for just one episode because of the short week to recap hopefully another win um, as well as previewing going up against the not very good Houston <laughs> Texans. And, you know, hopefully the Phillies will be up 2-0 coming home. So we'll, we'll see what happens. But until then, thank you for listening. Go birds and go Phillies. Support for this show comes from HubSpot. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You just need HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this. High-quality leads, fast closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle. It's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today. First thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, the to-do list starts. Does the car need gas? Hopefully those leftovers are still good. Why did I get CC'd on home mom? No. You can't escape the to-do list, but you can make the most of your me time with a relaxing shower using Method Hair Care products. Try Pure Peace Volumizing, Simply Nourish Moisturizing, or Daily Zen Shampoo and Conditioner for daily use. All formulated with long-lasting fragrances and are safe for color-treated hair. Reconnect with the best version of yourself. Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower.